following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. Point. I'm Bosnian John Travolta. And I'm Steampunk Morgan Freeman. Today is National Ice Cream Month. And who doesn't love ice cream in the summertime? That is, of course, an official U.S. holiday instituted by Ronald Reagan in 1984. In Bosnia, all cream is ice cream. But for benefit of show... This episode is both going to be informative and delicious. All right. You caught us. You saw through our ruse. What ruse? (laughs) What is ruse? Our cunning attempt to trick them, Craig. Oh, oh, right. Okay. I feel like I could have kept that up all day. I was starting to have fun. I'm Nathan Cabazer. And I'm Craig Lewis. You know, I, this is really an ice cream episode. This is the ice cream episode. It is National Ice Cream Month. Ronald Reagan did make it a fact. Yes, that's all That's all true. Probably one of his greatest accomplishments as president. <laughs> okay, if you, if you say so. <laughs> I, I know I know you're not a big Reagan fan. I'm not really a big fan of much politicians, yeah. but... But this is an ice cream episode, so... <laughs> <laughs> let's Let's get off of the political bandwagon and jump onto the taste train. The taste train, I like it. And it is true, this episode is both going to be informative and delicious. And this episode is brought to you by Mr. Tasty's Blue Tornado Bars. I approve that reference, just saying. Yeah, that was of course a Pete and Pete reference. Mr. Tasty, the guy who drove the ice cream truck. Wasn't his head like an ice cream cone? Yeah, well I mean it was it was a mask, but... No, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, I visited the Statue of Liberty, and I pretended that a blue tornado bar was the torch. And little Pete goes, I wish it was. We uh, all wish it was. Love Pete and Pete. There, that was a really sad episode. There's a lot of those episodes that really tug at your heartstrings. Yeah, like, for real. They were trying to track down Mr. Tasty, the ice cream truck driver, and what he did when it wasn't summer, and who he was. They wanted to be his friend. It was a mystery. They really appreciated you know, they, Who was the man behind the cone? Great, great fucking show. Well, you know where I want to have ice cream. Is this a segue, Craig? <laughs> a poorly written one. Oh, okay. So that that implies <laughs> that it was written. <laughs> poorly written off the cuff. I don't know. Hey, I mean, that's how Jay-Z does it. Touche, salesman. Not poorly, but, you know, written and off the cuff, you know? I mean, once it gets written, it's not quite off the cuff anymore, right? Well, that's that was, I don't know, that was my point. Jay-Z supposedly doesn't write anything, but you know he does. Come on, like no one's that good at rapping without ever putting a fucking pen to a paper. Come on, Hove, we're calling you out on that. Is he basically giving off the impression that when he goes into the studio to record, he has nothing written down, he just has a title of a song? Yeah, sometimes it is kind of like that impression, and he just got the beat, and he goes in, and he, he figures it all out. I there's no because way because if that is true, some verses he gets so much more respect for me. 
I mean, I give Jay Z tons of respect. Uh, yeah, yeah. When, when people ask me Pac or Big, I say Hove. So, and I respect it. Yeah, I say Pac. His new album's out too. Pretty, pretty damn good. Uh, I, I have to say, if you're gonna check anything out, check out the track Part Two on the Run. It's uh, got a lot of Beyonce in it. I'm not even really and a Beyonce she has a lot fan. Of AS. That's true. She does. <laughs> I'm not a Beyonce fan either. Yeah, I'm not really a Beyonce fan, but it's it's the best song on the album by a margin. It's so good. It's like the the beat takes you right back to '96. Jay Z's verses are fucking amazing. It it gives it kind of a little retro feel, vintage. But yeah, it's like vintage Hove, man. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to Boston this weekend, and I just I feel like I feel like I don't have a real direction of what I should be doing. I'm going with my girlfriend. It's her birthday. What what would you do if you went to Boston? What would be the first thing you'd want to do? Well, pay a visit to YouTube celebrity Dan Callahan, of course, Boston man. We've been meaning to try to get him on the show. Ever, YouTube celebrity, ever since man. we started. 70 views. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I think a couple of his videos has reached like the 6,000 mark. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. Cool. He uh, he has a lot of interesting life stories. He's met a lot of people. Apparently, he's best friends with a lot of the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Dan, he of course hasn't been making a lot of videos lately, but um, expect to see more of him when Secret Room Multimedia is up and yeah, running. Yeah, we, we're uh, we've been trying to get into touch and talks with him, have him make videos for us. But maybe what, I'll get to meet some thinking? celebrities. I feel like you were leading somewhere that wasn't Dan Callahan. With oh, that. well, I mean, the only thing I have checked off on my list there's two things I want to do, and they both involve beer. Okay, then what <laughs> else is new? Uh, yeah, yeah. Want to be a tour of my favorite brewing company, Sam Adams. That'd be pretty awesome. I would love to do that. And then the other would be go to Cheers, have a few drinks. Oh, really? Like I'm assuming the, the actual, actual bar, yeah, from the from show. The show. Yeah. Of course, you got to do that, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's I did that last time I was in Boston. Oh yeah. Yeah. Word. I even got a few pictures with a cardboard cutout of uh, Norm, but they got lost their somewhere. Pictures with him. I didn't have the Look, pictures. He looks just like he did in 1987. <laughs> He so blatantly has a white ring around him sitting at a fake bar. <laughs> He's an angel. We're buddies. Uh, but, I mean, I do I want to go to a place where everyone knows my name. And I'm going to ask, as when I walk into Cheers, I'm going to go up to the first person I see and I go, do you know my name? Um, I feel like that's going to be the thing where like they're going to be like, oh, I haven't heard that one a million fucking times before. Real funny. <laughs> clever. Uh, oh, you're clever. I haven't heard that one before. So... I'm going to be that tourist. I don't want to be that tourist. Okay, you just talked me out of asking that question. But, I mean, I, I feel this kind of cha- – it's her birthday. I'm like, yeah, let's go on a beer tour. You don't like beer. Oh, uh, she doesn't like beer? No, she's she's a fruity drink girl. And it's her birthday. But you're in Boston. But we're you in Boston. Go. You oh, go that's, that's, that's a dilemma. She definitely want. I know she does want to go to Cheers, though, because she like she's like, yeah, well, it would be cool to get drunk in Boston. Of course. And she doesn't have to get beer. Yeah, she can get whatever the fuck she but wants. But like at she the Sam her, Adams like, factory. Or... You shouldn't ask for an Appletini at the Sam Adams brewery. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I feel like she'd kind of be bored. It'd be a waste of time. I'll be like, so intrigued. Tell me more about the history of beer. Exactly how much uh, hops do you put into the recipe? Tell me more. Tell me more. How much hops do you put in his beer? Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, somehow those guys made it back. <laughs> They I just, had a feeling they're, they're that was just kind of like they've been sleeping in this secret room. They're just kind of like drifters. We uh, threw a blanket in the corner for them. <laughs> in Bosniak, you must cuddle for warmth. I do it for the human contact. Please, you must do understand. I am not this kind of guy. <laughs> oh my god! What is this coming up? Is this some sort of news flash? 
turn on the steam-powered news machine. Well, Craig, this one's just going to warm your heart. This is just one of those that are that you know so many stories focus on negativity but this is a, a true story of love and companionship that will just between a dog and a dolphin <laughs> no ew <laughs> what that is really weird though i do have a new story about a dolphin and that is a, a story of love and companionship too but that one's not the one i'm leading into right now well most dolphins are very loving and companion it's well dolphins can also be pretty fucked up too English. well no but this one craig is really it's really going to warm your heart. Um, recently, apparently, Avril Lavigne tied the knot and got married to Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger. Huh. You don't <laughs> say. Can, can we, we call get... that burying the lead? It's pretty funny, honestly. I yeah, mean, yeah, Avril Lavigne and the lead I've... singer of Nickelback. And it's weird because... A match made in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Canadian>. man. <laughs> And it, it, no, they they are perfect for each other. The only thing that needs to happen is Nickelback needs to just fade away into obscurity, like Avril Lavigne did. Avril Lavigne still got hits. She had that hit. Wait, she like does. A year or two ago, that uh, when you now when you say hit, was it was a legit, legitimate oh. Billboard hit. Oh yes, um, two years ago. Yeah, dude. It this was, is uh, real. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything the since the complicated song. Well, come on. Yes, you have. I mean, from her? No, I have. You don't remember? Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. That was after Complicated. Yeah, that was like 2006. Complicated was like 2001, 2002, something. I was in high school when Complicated was out. Really? Yeah. I don't feel like. I feel like it was. I don't know. Uh, what the hell? That was the name of the one that she had. Don't what the hell, me? A lot of people that listen to pop music think I'm very snobby when it comes to music, though. So all my life I've been good, but now. Oh, uh, what the hell? No. Oh, I want is to mess around. If you could see my face. All my life, I've been good, but now. Oh, that song. Oh, I'm thinking, what the hell? All I want is to mess around, and I don't really care about. If you love me, if you hate me, you can't save me, baby, baby. I'm starting to get worried that you're just singing all these lyrics. You say that I was messing with your head, all because I was making out with your friend. <laughs> Lyrics.com, please. as read by steampunk Morgan Freeman. That was that was much better than I'm sure what Avril Lavigne actually put out. Oh, jeez. All right. Have you heard that um, recently it's been brought to people's attention that there's a primeval underwater forest? What? Yeah, in the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Alabama. Like a thriving ecosystem? Or no, like it's, the fossilized it's the remnants. Fossilized of one. remnants, but it's like oh, I thought we were about to discover a whole new world, basically. But the thing was, it was preserved perfectly, like buried underneath the sediments, I guess, and Hurricane Katrina, I guess, uh like cleared it out and made it open. And now it, it's kind of a thriving ecosystem for a lot of underwater uh like fish are all in there and corals now growing in there. Is basically protected in an oxygen-free environment for more than 50,000 years until Hurricane Katrina uncovered it, called the Bald Cypress Forest. Okay. And I guess these are so, there's no such ancient the trees. trees. They said that like they found in like the trunks of these trees, these huge-ass trees, were about, you know, from one side to the other, the diameter of it is about two meters. 
which is roughly the size of a truck. Okay. So their trees wow. are that big, like ancient shit here. It's a funny story of how it was discovered. The Hurricane Katrina is not a funny story, Craig. No, Sh- discovered discovered by scuba divers. Oh, okay. Uh, this one guy so found that wasn't it. the fun- so Hurricane Katrina wasn't the funny part. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> tragedy creates possible new you know discoveries. Joke aborted. I'm sure everyone in New Orleans is really happy about this. Can forest. we abort this joke, please? <laughs> no, but it's it's like 60 feet under the surface, and there was a scuba diver that found it and told a friend this. And this is the guy that came out. He didn't want him to tell anybody because he thought that other scuba divers would like you know pilfer and destroy it, and uh-huh. he wanted to keep it a secret. And he told news. Well, now it might be protected, though, so well, it's probably yeah. What be they're like trying. Crime. Well, it's hard because they say they only really have maybe like five years to study it because the, all the underwater no, it's, life. It's already been there's. It's art. You know, they've already been in there for the last five years, and like you, I mean, it's wood in water. You know, they're going to destroy eventually destroy it. So it's, it's on a timetable of who's already been in there for five years. The underwater sea life. Okay, so that just started with Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, it wasn't before that. It was right, just it was underwater. Completely preserved. That's why. That's why it's. That's that's basically why it's eroding now. Okay. It was perfectly preserved before, and now it's starting to erode. Because come on, it's underwater. Yeah, water erodes things. Thanks for the science lesson here today. But apparently, like it's so deep down that like when you go down to check it out, you can only be down there for forty minutes and be able to like withstand the pressure. And, like, the guy said that it's just, like, basically going through an old fairy tale world because, like, everything was just so huge and ancient looking. It's got to be It's so insane, real, right? I want to see pictures from this thing. More news from the ocean. Under the sea. Under the sea. Nothing gets better. When you get wetter. Just take it from me. Oh, jeez. Are we going to get sued by Disney? <laughs> I think it was short I enough to be taken in the fair use. <laughs> I think fair use is definitely in our favor. Plus, I mean, it's like half our name. Like, Your Honor, it's like half our name. <laughs> well, it is like half their name. <laughs> oh, jeez. So a story recently broke out about a group of sperm whales that were discovered in the ocean. My favorite kind of whales. <laughs> you can't, I, I knew you couldn't just, <laughs> just leave, it leave it alone. You couldn't just not. You had to go there. The lowest common denominator. Well, I mean... That's another time where they're like, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> sperm whales. <laughs> yeah, tell them the sperm whales. Real clever guy. Oh, oh, yeah, my name's a sperm whale. Yeah, I've never heard that. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I'm still Thanks. that guy. Well, a family of sperm whales adopted this deformed bottlenose dolphin. Aww. And sperm whales... I'll ad- I want to adopt a bottlenose dolphin. <laughs> I don't care if it's deformed. Good for you, Craig, but I don't know if it would work out as well. In your bathtub, as it would, thriving in the have, ocean with a family of sperm whales. My parents have a pool. Yeah, I don't think it's going to do that good in your inflatable Rugrats pool, Craig. Hey, 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 no, 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 no. It's Ariel Monsters. I was a classy kid. Uh, so these guys, though, were observed a thousand miles off the coast of Portugal. So that's, that's a little different. Uh, they were observed for eight days. The bottlenose dolphin played with them, like with the baby whales. It like foraged for food with them. So was the dolphin a baby too? Did did the sperm whales go um, through the proper well, they adoption? Don't know. They discovered it. Protocol. <laughs> did they fill out all the all the required paperwork? 
the, the dolphin's like, I'm no, an adult, guys. Don't I have any say in this? Uh, it's, it, it is an adult dolphin, uh, but it's deformed. Its spine is deformed, so it can't, you know, swim like normal dolphins. So basically, do you think maybe the original group of dolphins like just left it behind because... The theory is that... They are callous motherfuckers. They are, yeah. Dolphins are kind of bullies, so it is kind of like believed that it could have just been bullied and picked on by the other dolphins. It probably couldn't keep up with them. Dolphins, Don't be a bully. Be a star, dolphins. Yes. All you underwater life out there listening to us. God damn you bully dolphins. Well, the theory is that because dolphins like to bow ride, they catch basically like the the current, like the like the pressure waves that are left behind a ship, like the bow of a ship. Yeah. Um, and they'll ride that so they can swim faster. They can do that with a slow moving object. So the idea is that perhaps this dolphin, because it couldn't keep up with other dolphins and all that, would ride sort of the pressure waves left by these sperm whales and oh. and then it could move faster and uh there you go there you have it so that, that's cool they're like a new family yeah and, and sperm whales don't normally interact with other animals like that like that happens a lot on land you know what i mean with like land animals right, sometimes right. we'll form bonds with other types of animals yeah but like underwater. the fox and the hound yeah totally <laughs> Or uh, Disney still goes to us. <laughs> There's an awesome video of like a cat and a crow that are best friends. There's Christian yeah. the lion. A lot of stories. You know, there's Coco the gorilla had a pet kitten. There's there's a lot of stories of that. Underwater, not so much. That doesn't really happen. There was one more story, kind of a uh, water centric, that caught my eye this week. Ooh, we're staying we're staying in the water, staying yeah, on the beach. Fair point. Keeping it cool in the summertime, <laughs> just like the cool side of the pillow. Random, but yes. <laughs> this mother named Madeline Schaefer was at a water park, uh, Adventure Oasis in Missouri. Oh, I was about to say never heard of it, but then I realized I've never been to Missouri. Fair enough. Wait, how is it? How is it pronounced? Missouri. You can get down there to Missouri. See what a rule blues players play. Well, she was there with her family, and she was swimming in her bikini when she was approached by the staff and asked to put on shorts and a shirt, or she would be asked be- to leave because she was fat and disgusting everybody else. Um, I think that the idea is that that's kind of where they're coming from. She's not. There's pictures. She's not. She's she's totally fit. She's she just had a bikini. She, on? Uh, like I mean, she's not the skinniest girl in the world, and you know what I mean. She's not the youngest, but uh. Well, may, I mean, maybe she was wearing a thong or something, and they didn't want no, no. There's pictures. Out. It was just a regular, regular bikini. Um, and a shirt. She's too? not unattractive at all. Like I don't down in Missouri. No, not a shirt. She was. It was just a bikini. But they no, wanted but they her to, wanted put, her to put a shirt. Shorts and a shirt. Like where were they? Did they state that it was because they didn't want she was like maybe too busty or something? They said it was too revealing. Too revealing. And she's like, every, there's girls all around here wearing bikinis. What, because they're younger than me? Like, what is, like, what's the... It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, they actually called the cops it's and ageism. had the cops escort her out. I'm surprised. I guess because it's a privately owned water park, if they want you to leave, the cops have to escort you out if they don't want you there. That's, That's probably weird, why. Though. But, uh, yeah, I feel like the cops would be like, seriously? This is discrimination. Like... Yeah. Like... What a what a shitload maybe, of fuck. Maybe the cops are and they're like, oh no, oh, God, God, no, we got to get this bitch out of here. No, really, <laughs> no, really, it's whatever. She's not, she's she's not by any means yeah, unattractive, dude. There's nothing wrong. You thought there was yeah. nothing wrong with what she was wearing. No, not at all. It's it's pretty uh, outrageous that they would do that. So is there like going to be some sort of uh, complaint? Well, she's suing the park? him. Yeah, she's, she's suing, suing park. him for discrimination. Yeah, that seems fair to me. Could you imagine like if you go to a water park and they're like, um, excuse me, sir, you're 
<laughs> you have to put your shirt on. Seriously, I bet you there were <laughs> fucking scaring children. big fat dudes at that water park without shirts on, with their man tits hanging out, and they weren't asked to put on t-shirts. You're describing me, aren't you? Nah, Dan Kelly. <laughs> I think he's lost some weight. But, but yeah, yeah, man, stupid water parks. It's pretty ridiculous. Now, going from all the water to something a little more boring, the IRS. Uh, that's the boring part, the IRS. The IRS, yeah. yeah. And we lost a good... 14 listeners <laughs> just by saying IRS <laughs> like oh man fuck those guys this podcast sucks it's boring as shit <laughs> they were with us a minute ago <laughs> we're, we're with you at bikinis <laughs> they were like I'm the sea <laughs> they accidentally exposed thousands of social security numbers on the internet oh my god yeah, yeah. really oh, yeah. was mine on there did you check no it was uh people that were part of non-profit organizations uh and certain political groups wow so they're fucked. Yeah, because they normally update the records and stuff like that, and it's like briefly there and whatever. But they never they like accidentally posted them like onto sites on on their site on the internet for anybody to see. Oh my god! And they're being pretty hush hush about what political groups it was. Uh huh. Um, I guess this happened on like the second of July. They notified the IRS and they immediately took it down. But they're like, the damage has already been done. I mean, this has been out there for like a while now for Jesus, people to just check out. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just saying, identity theft is, like, getting huge now. Like, you're just making it easier for hackers. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> of course, now the IRS is releasing statements. They're like, we're assessing the situation and exploring available options. They don't, you know, know oh, dude, we shit, we fucked up. We're sorry. <laughs> what, do, what do you want? We'll give you anything. <laughs> Name it. Come on. No, they're like, oh, we're going to look into this, guys. We just, just, <laughs> we're the IRS. What are you going to do to us? <laughs> What is the available options? Like, what can they do? Fire the people that you can't change somebody's on. social security number, right? I don't know, man. I feel like that's playing God. A man wasn't meant to dabble in those affairs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if if a government institution like revealed my social security number on the internet, I would be, be demanding pissed. that the government yeah. give me a new social security number. I'd be like, I don't care how you did things before. You just put my social security number on the internet. I want it changed. And then, but then think about it. Then you would have to go and contact everything that has your social security number and change that, like banks, your job status. Stuff. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't be that difficult to just tell my boss that I have a new social security number, and he'd be like, "Has him a what?" <laughs> and lastly, uh, some little tragic news, kind of that I don't know why it hasn't made huge headlines. Well, at least maybe it did, but I didn't see it. Like all I've been seeing lately is the Trayvon case stuff and uh, the stuff about Egypt. There was a train derailment in Quebec, okay, uh, in the town of uh, I'm probably going to get hell for butchering this pronunciation, but Lac Megantic. There, Lac Megantic. I don't know. I have no idea. But it basically like leveled the entire town. Oh my god! It was yeah. A train? It was a freight train that was carrying crude oil. You know, and it, it's like the normal pass. It normally comes at this stop there so before like traveling all across in North that America. Town, like, died. There was no thirteen people killed. Thirty-seven are presumed are still missing, and they're basically like, yeah, they're basically dead. Oh my god! So about fifty people dead. There, there is their estimation at the time right now. That's horrible. Like basically, I guess the mandatory protocol is it stops there for the night, and it only leaves one locomotive that runs power to the air brakes. You know, to help hold it in place. Because it's on a slope too, apparently. Okay. But you know, until and then the next morning, you know, somebody comes in and starts the train up and goes on their way. You know, but the system failed last week, I guess, and 
the locomotive caught fire. There were firefighters there. Then they were trying to shut the engine off, you know, to keep the flames from spreading, turning off the brakes. See where I'm going with this? Okay. Now there's a driverless train that has 72 cars of crude oil on fire, crashing down a slope like a hill towards oh a town. God. <laughs> right? Like, this is like movie status. And they turned off the brakes? Because they, to, turned, off yeah. the, they turned off the engine, the and complete engine, that, and then it, that released the brakes. The brakes. Run, yeah. Because it was firefighters. So they're like, oh, we got to shut the brakes off, not know, or we got to shut the engine off, not knowing that that was the only thing keeping the thing stopped. Okay, it wasn't the train operators. It was yeah, no, there was no train there. operators there. They were gone until morning. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was someone who didn't understand right, how, how train trains work. work. Yeah. But you think they would have, like, immediately called like one of the engineers uh-huh. like get down here they were probably like damn it man we don't have time to call an engineer we gotta turn this engine well yeah on. i mean they were thinking there's 72 cars here all filled with oil like yeah it's gonna explode at any moment and i guess like as it was going down the hill it started going faster and faster it derailed and like started like tumbling down and then just exploded in the middle of the town that's awful man yeah thanks for uh thanks for ending our news segment on a bright note uh, we make jokes and everything, but our sincerest condolences go out to the entire town and anybody that was affected affected by this tragedy. Yeah, holy shit! We need a different news story to end on, man. I I don't feel comfortable with it. Just do we got any news stories about bunny rabbits? Tell me about the rabbits, Craig. I want to hear about the rabbits. Sure, there's lots of rabbits out there, Nathan. Just look at them all. Look out at them all. I don't I don't see him, Craig. I don't see the rabbits. I approve that reference. Just the facts. Ice cream is a frozen dessert made from dairy products, often mixed with sweets such as candy or fruit. It's delicious. Seriously, why, why are we doing just the facts? If you don't know what ice cream is, you're either an infant or deceased. Or not human. Either way, you wouldn't be listening to us. Ice cream party. You scream. Ice cream. We all scream for ice cream. I don't know, Craig. The horse might be dead at this point. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the tradition of eating frozen desserts goes all the way back to the Persian Empire. And that would be around like... How much research do you expect me to do for this podcast, Craig? I don't know. Was it Spartan times, that Persian Empire? Was Xerxes like, I enjoy ice cream? Uh, The Romans did. The Romans did enjoy frozen Oh, I think I did read something about that. Basically... I mean, I I don't think... Anybody dislikes ice cream. Have you ever met somebody that doesn't like ice cream? Probably. Well, I mean, lactose intolerant people, for one. Yeah, but I've seen lactose intolerant people like, like, okay, I'm taking this pill because I'm enjoying this freaking ice yeah, cream Yeah, usually they like ice cream. They just... <laughs> they just can't have yeah. it. <laughs> it's our ice cream. Honestly, I like sherbet a little better. And now the difference between ice cream and sherbet is what? The amount of milk fat that's in it? Sherbet's not dairy. Yeah, there's like zero... Exactly. It has zero <laughs> milk fat as compared to ice cream, which has some milk fat. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the U.S., for something to be labeled ice cream, it has to have a minimum of 10%. Oh, okay. So, like, that's the lowest amount. And I know, like, as you scale it down, it becomes, like, custard. and So you like the healthier version of ice cream. Well, sherbet 
isn't ice cream. It's a total different thing. But this isn't a podcast about sherbet. It's a podcast about ice cream. I don't know. Well, in the Persian Empire, they would, like, gather snow from, like, the mountaintops, and then they'd pour grape juice concentrate over it, and they'd eat oh, that. So, wait, they didn't, so they weren't enjoying ice cream. They were enjoying a snow cone. Yeah. They were the creators of the snow cone. Yeah. There you go. Next time you have an, an icy treat, a snow cone, at, like, I don't know, a hockey game or something. You can thank the you Persian Empire. You can thank Empire. the Persian Empire. In China, they did like a frozen mixture of rice and milk, so that's a little more like ice cream. A little closer to ice cream, we're getting there, so yep, rice cream. If you will. <laughs> and then in Rome, they would like mix ice with fruit. Uh, what we generally recognize as ice cream, though, I believe started in the Arab world, they would mix frozen milk and sugar, which is what we normally would consider ice cream, and they'd flavor it with rose water, dried fruits, nuts. Basically created Ben and Jerry's. Sure. <laughs> All yeah. the different different concoctions of ice cream. <laughs> so you think it's said that the first uh flavor of ice cream was vanilla? Um no. I don't think I don't think so. Or maybe it was walnut. Yeah, more more likely. Walnut more likely dried it fruit. was just Isn't that weird when it's like the easiest cream. almost yeah, oh straight sweet cream. Yeah. I mean, cuz you know how vanilla ice cream is is white, you know. Yeah, a lot of people think or that's, French just vanilla. Basic that's just ice cream, basic ice yeah, no, it's it, a flavor. It, have you ever had just sweet cream? Without yeah, unflavored like ice cream? I don't like it. It doesn't taste like vanilla? No. You've never had it? No. A lot of people love it. I've made ice cream uh, like in, in high school. I don't know if you did that in high school, but no. I did junior year, I believe, for chemistry. It ter- turned out great, but like <laughs> yeah, immediately just put vanilla. Your oh, chemistry I, class sounds a lot cooler than my chemistry class. I had an awesome teacher. I He like charged up and ran full speed at the wall just to show the difference between um, molecules and motion stopping. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> He's a pretty cool guy. We made ice cream, and it's it's fairly easy. You I, you like use a tin, you know, and you put the cream and sugar and salt in there. Like it absorbs it, I guess. I think what I was reading, and I didn't completely understand it back then. That's always how they'd make ice cream, and the salt the salt would cause the ice to melt, but still stay, stay colder cold. than freezing right. temperature, so that it would be liquid but colder yeah. than freezing. Salt has the weird effect like that. Like it also makes uh, water boil at a higher temperature. Yeah, or at a lower temperature, you mean? Or at a lower temperature, yeah. That would suck if it made it boil at a higher temperature. <laughs> I gotta wait longer? No. <laughs> Why don't I just put it in afterwards then? Yeah, it was like, oh, we're just having, we're gonna make basic ice cream and we all added vanilla <laughs> to it. Like, that, I mean, can you imagine going into chemistry class one day and coming out having a delicious treat such as the ice cream that you made? No, I can't because yourself? I hated chemistry class. They made it pretty boring at my school. Oh, yeah. My teacher also poured uh, dry ice on my chair as a prank. Before class, when I sat down, I like jumped straight up because like my asshole was like frozen. Isn't that illegal? No, it <laughs> couldn't have hurt you. No, no, it couldn't have hurt. Dry I mean, ice. If he poured it on my chair like before the class started, so it wasn't. So your chair was just really cold. Really, really cold. Yeah, you didn't just sit directly I on mean, dry ice. It had already evaporated or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Like if I would have known that there was something like smoking coming out, like I would have been like, uh, what's going on here? And also, also I wouldn't have sat. I mean, it was super cold, you know, but I also wouldn't have just sat there and been like, I'm going to get a lawsuit. <laughs> just hold it, Craig. <laughs> Sit on as long Tell as Tell my balls. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> Turns out I can't have kids now. <laughs> Who would have thought? But I'm rich, bitch. Uh, Kubli Khan. <laughs> Kubli. <laughs> Kubli. <laughs> Kubli. He, he's like from Zubli Zoo. Uh, Kubla Khan. Uh, <laughs> his name's really hard to pronounce. <laughs> Kubla Khan. 
loved ice cream. That was Genghis Khan's grandson. Cousin? Oh. No, grandson. Grandson. Was he also a ruler? Yes. Um, Took after his, his, his grandpa. Craig, how much research did you expect me to do? This isn't the Kublai Khan episode. <laughs> it's not the Kublai Khan. It's not the Kublai Khan. It's not the Zubali Zoo episode. It's it's the so, ice cream episode. So basically, uh, Genghis Khan is a famous, a no, you know, famous historical figure, and so is Kublai Khan is well known. Yes, he too. followed in his footsteps. Yes, mm-hmm. as all. What did the father do? Was he, in, did he just decide to be like a goat herder or something? You think like, royalty doesn't work like that <laughs> in the dynasties of China? So why don't we know who the father is? Like you know who Kublai Khan is, you know who Genghis Khan is. Who's the dad? Who's I didn't do the research. That's why we don't know. I'm sure there's tons of documented. But what I'm saying is, like, I would know the name Kublai Khan off the top of my head. I would know the name Genghis Khan off the top of my head. Well, he was Kublai Khan was a really successful leader. He was more successful than a lot of the leaders at that so time. So basically, period. like the one in the middle just kind of sucked. So he's not like, more well or less. Known. Yeah, yeah. What a legacy. Okay, back to ice cream. So yeah, he loved ice cream. Though he absolutely loved it, and when Marco Polo visited, he brought the recipe back to Italy with him. It's spreading. Then, when a wealthy 14-year-old Italian heiress, Catherine de' Medici, wedded the king of France, Henry II, she brought with her the recipe. Now it's in France. Yes, sir. And eventually, King Charles I of England hired a French chef. Who had the recipe. Of course. King Charles was said to be so impressed with ice cream that he paid him a lifetime pension to keep it secret so it could just be a, a royal secret. What a dick. Right? But the he ended up selling the recipe anyway behind his back. So Did he get beheaded for that? No, I think he just died and they found out later. I don't know. Then, of course, it was brought to America by Quaker colonists. Along, it's spreading still. Along with oatmeal, I think. I don't know. And do, do you like waffle cones? Does Lindsay Lohan shit in the woods? Uh, I think that's a yes. Yes, yes, I like waffle cones. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes, I like waffle cones. Add the word waffle to anything, it makes it better. Waffle fries. Waffle house. Way better than a normal house. <laughs> so then you could thank Ernest Hamwe for this. Ernest Hemingway? No, no, no. Hamwe. I think they're also cousins. Well, the names sound alike. <laughs> uh, in the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair, he was he was selling waffle-like pastries, and he was doing it right next to an ice cream vendor. And <laughs> he saw that the ice cream was way more popular than his than his waffles. <laughs> I guess on a hot day in St. Louis, you'd yeah. rather eat ice cream than a waffle. He not me. I'd always rather eat a waffle, but this isn't the waffle episode. The vendor ran out of dishes because he was so popular, right? And so. They decided to team up, and they're just they just put the ice rolled the ice cream up in the waffle. <laughs> the thing is, that wasn't the actual invention of the ice cream cone, though. That's the popular story, but they were already using ice cream cones in well, Europe. Waffle cones, though. This was the waffle cone origin. I don't know. I doubt they did. <laughs> and I think there's a couple other vendors that were at that fair that came that that claimed that they were the ones that came up with the idea. That's why that's why like, I think the waffle maker's name is known, but not the ice cream guy. Because I think yeah. a bunch of different ice cream people from that fair had claimed it was them. Everybody wants to, you know, be like, no, 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 I'm the guy, I'm the guy. I'm the famous one. Prohibition also was kind of responsible for the proliferation of ice cream into, like, American culture. 
because <laughs> like we can't get drunk so let's get fat yeah there's soda <laughs> fountains basically soda like ice cream soda was the most popular way yeah. to get ice cream and so soda fountains kind of replaced those quick little funny bit of trivia the kids that run the soda fountains you know with their little sailor hats and their bow ties kind of like johnny rockets gear yeah exactly they're called soda jerks <laughs> which is kind of a dick name because fuck fuck people that have jobs in fast food i guess right um hey soda jerk oh god but like i haven't heard that one before <laughs> <laughs> it's actually from the jerking motion they make with their hand turning on the soda you know okay the soda so why fountain. don't they call bartenders beer jerks um because that's just bound to cause problems in a bar <laughs> what's funny is that there were a bunch of religious laws being passed banning the sale of ice cream and ice cream sodas and stuff. Is it on, because it's uh, too Sundays. delicious to be the gods? Yeah, it was, food? it was too decadent and and delicious to be enjoyed on on the day of Sabbath, I guess. So they would pass laws banning like the sale of soda and ice cream sodas. And there we go, more religious persecution. That's where the ice cream sundae comes from because they would create a new thing to sell on Sundays. So. Bam. Now you got ice cream sundaes. Now you got ice cream sundaes. Yeah. So, okay, we're still going to have the ice cream. Now, instead of putting it in soda. And <laughs> spell it with an E to make it look cool. <laughs> they were hipsters or something. The biggest ice cream sundae was made in Edmonton, Canada. I feel like we've been talking about Canada a lot today. Canada's cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll forgive you for Avril Lavigne <laughs> and Chad Kroger. <laughs> and Celine Dion. And Brian Adams. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. You did give us Alanis Morissette and Dave Coulier. We'll forgive you for Dave Coulier. It was done in 1988 by Mike Rogiani and several friends and family of his. Because uh, I guess they weren't the master plans. They just Since they just helped make it, they don't get credited with it. It's just this guy. It was his idea. <laughs> the biggest Sunday ever. You see him just staring off, imagining his family's like, he does this sometimes. This is why we're humoring him. You were just letting him have this moment. It weighed in at just over 24 tons. Holy moly. That's, that's roughly 54,000 pounds. Do you know what kind of ice cream it was? Uh, vanilla, I'm pretty sure. Just, just vanilla? Yeah, basic vanilla. Um, four tons of the weight was toppings and syrup alone. Oh, wow. They had like huge marish- a bunch of maraschino cherries, uh, like gallons upon gallons of chocolate sauce and uh, caramel. You know, it's just huge. A ton of whipped cream was on it and stuff. And they set this up in an empty swimming pool that was temporarily put in the middle of their mall in Quebec. You know, wow. Yeah. And did people eat it? There's no point in making a giant sundae if people aren't going to eat it. Right? I'm glad you asked that question because I was thinking the same thing. You know, like they also noted that it's going to basically be in the record books forever because they don't allow any more attempts at food because of the huge food waste cost. Nice. That's good. That's right. good because that is ridiculous. Somewhere. Can you imagine? They're just like, no, we're just going to let it melt. <laughs> Somewhere in the world, there are thousands and millions of malnourished people crying. Right. Or, like, can you just imagine as soon as they finished it, like, he's just on this huge ladder at the top of it, like, holding his hands up in the air like he's some messiah. And he's like, <laughs> dig in. <laughs> Feast. I bring you the best ice cream sundae in the world. <laughs> I'm just picturing the sun rising behind the the ice cream sundae just as Disney's getting ready to sue us. And then he's like, but eat it fast before you will be swimming in it. Yeah. But that made me realize that there were, I guess, a bunch of other notable Guinness records that Alberta, Canada holds. 
Oh, yeah? And if, if I just want to quickly go through these, because some of them are a little weird. One more is food-related. It's the longest churro. That's a cool record yeah, to hold. It's, it's measured at 77 meters, which is, which is about 250 feet long. Jeez. Again, we're wasting more food here, Canada. <laughs> they also have the longest indoor hockey marathon, which yeah, that seems, makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. If anyone's going to have that. It was record. a 26-hour floor game that never stopped. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Um, there's also the fastest reverse drive over 500 miles, which I know you're like, huh? Who gets this randomly in their head? They're like, yeah, I'm going to get in this race car and drive backwards around a lap for 500 miles at 66 <laughs> miles an hour. That That's what I'm going to do. This is my claim to fame. <laughs> People are going to remember me <laughs> forever. <laughs> And then he's like he's like the opposite of like <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr. Lockatoo <laughs> was just waving his arms <laughs> in his little cloud like wrong way turn around. And, you- and then lastly, they have two more records for the most push-ups: one using both hands, one using only one. Okay, and what are those? Records? In an hour, I guess. Uh, yeah, this this guy is crazy. He's known as Alberta's push-up king. His name's Doug Pruden. If, he, I, if he if he were smart, he'd be known as the Albertosaurus, because that's an actual dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, true, of course. But he did a uh, seventeen hundred and eighty-one push-ups in an hour. I did. I just say he wasn't smart. I'm, what I meant to say was, he if <laughs> if he liked dinosaurs, he's clearly yeah. he's smart. I didn't mean to offend you because, because if you Mr. say he's not smart and he's listening to this, then he could punch your face into oblivion. Right through iTunes, right through that subscribe button. You didn't need to press the subscribe button that hard. But a little more lackluster was his one-arm feet, which came in at about 677 push-ups. I think he's uh, he dropped the ball there a little bit. Should I think he could have done more. Should have at least been able to do half, right? Using two arms versus one arm. See? See? Craig said it, not me. So you should be clocking in at about 850 push-ups there. I have no criticism whatsoever to make about Mr. Albertosaurus. <laughs> okay, so now off the topic of Guinness Book Records, because, well, we weren't supposed to be talking about that, right? <laughs> talking about ice cream! Yay, ice, ice cream! cream. Party. <laughs> uh, in World War II, it was said that ground crews got bored. Have you heard about this? I don't think so. They would make ice cream using their fighter planes. What? How? Essentially, they would rig up a bunch of five-gallon cans with wooden spinners in them and connect them to a mixing rotor and then put them underneath the wings of the plane. And I guess, like, the movement of the propellers vibrated it enough, and then the mixing rotor would turn it around. And, you know, you have to have cold. So they would go up at high altitudes where it's colder, and when they come back down, they'd have ice cream. Oh, like while they're flying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's so cool. They would come back down with with ice cream made. And then they'd look, and they'd see that the gremlins got all the ice cream, and it was empty. (laughs) Damn you, Gremlins! The Twilight Zone was right! Well, you know that's the original stories of Gremlins come from World War II also. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they were like little things that would get in the planes and cause planes to malfunction or like... Yeah, they were they were like... Oh, yeah, because of course it couldn't just be mechanical problems. <laughs> no, it was Gremlins. It was Gremlins. Let's, yeah. Let's not mix facts here. It yeah, was definitely Gremlins. Before the, you know, Joe Dante Gremlins, that was the original Gremlins. Were yeah, yeah. And... Fighter planes and stuff, and that was a Christmas story too. The movie, the Joe Dante one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gremlins at Christmas, not at World War Two. Well, that's why Mister Futterman in Gremlins, he was a vet from World War Two, and he was paranoid about Gremlins and oh. foreign technology, and that it had little Gremlins in it. Mussolini banned the sale of ice cream in Italy because he said it was quote unquote too American. 
but Italy had the recipe first. He also had this to say about the Italian people. He called them a mediocre race of good-for-nothings only capable of singing and eating ice cream. He said that about the Italian people or the American people? About the, um, the Italian people, about his own people. And that you chose this guy as your ruler? It's I, like, didn't cho- I didn't choose him as my <laughs> no, ruler. No, you the, you, the Italian listeners. <laughs> they didn't either. This was a long time ago. And wow, Craig. I mean, I'd compare him to like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Would you? Because I think Mussolini might have been a little bit worse than the CEO of World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. He's the chairman, okay? And it's the WWE. Get the F out. Oh, whatever. Yeah, so, okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Mussolini was probably worse. He was a little bit of a dictator. Yeah. Yeah. You scared? I'm pretty you? sure Vince McMahon plays a character. Of a dictator. But he's probably a dick, too, but... And if he's listening, I didn't mean a dick. I meant dick as in short for dictator. You're cool. Don't hurt me. All right, Craig, let's talk Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. I fucking love them. Oh, my God. Like, that's one of my favorite parts about going to the fair, like an amusement park. So good. Because, I mean, yes. I, don't, I don't find them in grocery chain. No, apparently in some places in the country they are just it, more readily available. Like, I've, I've talked to people that are like, yeah, you guys don't just sell them out here? And I'm like, no. Oh, people from, like, other states? Yeah. Yeah, dude. We we just buy them at the store. And I'm like, dude, we have to wait for, like, the fair. I'm sure we can (laughs) order them online. Oh, yeah, probably. But then, you know, you're ordering something online that's going to be shipped to you. Is it going to be frozen when it gets to you? Well, the... The Schwanz guy will bring it. (laughs) Yes. Totally. The reason they are the way they are is because they're frozen with liquid nitrogen. Bet you didn't know that. Oh, it was what we were just talking about. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Yeah, remember the... Your teacher. The teacher, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it freezes ice cream faster, and it allows for a creamier texture while using less milk fat. Because, yeah, seriously, it is, it is super good. It's delicious, yeah. man. So good. And I never understood how, how it was made. Or I think I think Dippin' Dots should just, just replace my top nine. <laughs> right? <laughs> Number one. Dippin' Dots, all. <laughs> one through nine. <laughs> Dippin' Dots. Even though any place I've ever bought it, there's only been four flavors. Speaking of those delicious, delicious flavors, let's talk about... Some flavors that might be a little less than savory. Mm, not so num 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 num. There's some really weird flavors around the world of ice cream. Me and Craig are going to count down our top nine favorite ice cream flavors, but before we get into that, let's take a look at some of these strange flavors. And uh, spoiler alert, most of them are from Japan. Go figure, right? Before we go abroad, let's start at home with some weird flavors from America. Because I think only Americans would be so bold as to actually produce a hot dog-flavored ice cream. That's disgusting. That does disgust me. I think I heard, because I've heard there's some city in America, I don't remember where, but they love the hot dog flavor so much they sell hot dog ice cream, hot dog bubble gum, hot dog candy, like, it's pretty gross. That's disgusting. I'm, I mean, I'm not even that keen on hot dogs myself. You know, like, I'll eat hot dogs, and sometimes they, I have to be in the mood for them. Personally, I prefer Coney's. And then, of course... There's when it comes to pork ice cream. There's also the bacon, bacon sundays, bacon sunday, bacon yeah. milkshake, bacon and maple syrup mixed with ice cream. That's another American one. That's a I little just weird. I don't get it. Like ew. I and I'm a proponent of making bacon flavored bubble gum. I've always said I wanted to make bacon flavored bubble gum because I just love the taste of bacon, but not mixed with cream. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum from uh, bacon sundays, there's whole wheat ice cream here in the states too. I assume. I don't know this for sure, but I assume that's kind of a health thing. Then, of course, how can you forget chicken fried steak ice cream? 
Ew. Another American delicacy, which is Ew. which is chicken or steak fried as you would fry chicken, but with sugar and milk and let stuff me, like that, and then topped with ice cream. Let me guess, that was probably created in like Alabama, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> A southern state had to been. Down in Mexico, there's jalapeno ice cream, of course. Again, something I would love to put on a deli sandwich. Not the ice, ice cream, cream, just the jalapenos. Oh, it's like you could put ice cream on a deli sandwich. Your bread would get soggy. <laughs> no, no, silly. <laughs> We've got cheddar ice cream from the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, disgusting. really, like none of these are, are hitting me. How about some pineapple shrimp ice cream straight from Taiwan? I like pineapple shrimp, again, but not seeing it mixed with cream. How's this for a mixture? In China, they've got peanuts and wine ice cream. I don't know about wait peanuts and wine is that's one flavor. It's one flavor, peanuts and Come wine. Come on, man, because I really could have seen the wine doing something. Wine ice cream, yeah. That sounds like it'd be cool. I've had wine ice cream; it is good. But peanuts and wine? What? Were they just throwing darts at a board? <laughs> like, yeah, right. When you're sitting at home enjoying a nice glass of Merlot, first thing you're like, ah, I could go for some peanuts right about now. <laughs> Let's go over to Japan now and see their big sizable list of WTF, what the fuck, Japan. This brought to you by the country that gave us tentacle porn. Yes, and I'm sure there's an ice cream flavor for that, too. Tentacle porn flavored ice cream. Well, there is... Hentai style. There is squid ink ice cream. So uh, so is squid ink a delicacy then there? Like, do they just drink the ink? I don't think... (laughs) Drink the ink. It's like, it's like the catchphrase. It's all like super edgy commercials. You got to drink the ink. Or, or it's just like uh, frat hazing in Japan. It's it's pretty gross. It's a straight inky black ice cream. There's raw horse meat ice cream. Keep in mind, not just horse meat ice cream, but raw horse meat ice cream. Well, I mean, they eat lots of other different animals there. They eat horses. A lot of people own horses, and they love their horse. I just don't think the words raw meat and ice cream should ever be in the same sentence. I just don't sentence. think the words raw meat should be put into eating. Then we've got chicken wing ice cream. Chicken wing? We also got charcoal ice cream. Ch- I don't know why. I mean, you're not even, really, you're not even trying now. Like, yeah. who's enjoying the taste <laughs> no. of charcoal? <laughs> Nobody eats charcoal. We need a new ice cream flavor. Quick, give me something. Charcoal. Brilliant. Go with it. They'll buy anything. Octopus ice cream. So, yeah, there's your tentacle porn ice cream. <laughs> Sweet potato. Also got ox tongue ice cream because... Oh, yeah. Ox, ox tongue, yeah. Yeah. Just... Honestly, like, I don't know which one's more disgusting. Charcoal, raw horse meat, or ox tongue. Well, there's also goat ice cream. And goat ice cream is, of course, made with goat milk and yeah. has chunks of goat meat in oh, it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why do you keep ruining it? You're ruining ice cream for me now. Like I could, I could even see goat milk ice cream, like using goat milk instead. And I'm sure it'll give it a little different flavor, weirdly enough. But then just throw goat meat in it. Sure. There's uh, also deep sea water ice cream, which is basically salt water ice cream. Oh, that's oh. meant to taste like a mouthful of salt water. Like, I it's like salt water taffy ice cream. No, even taffy no, like is deep like sea water. Sweet. Like, you're just, oh god, got a mouthful of salt water in the ocean. Yeah, because. <laughs> Because, you know, you see that disgusting foam that washes up on shore, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to put that in ice cream. Obviously, the next logical step would be to make ice cream flavored for it. I feel like can't that drinking seawater can kill you. Like, Well, because the salt will dry you out. Exactly. There's got to be a lot of salt in this ice cream for it to taste like seawater. I mean, it's something, that else, something else that's really salty. Then there's garlic mint ice cream. Garlic, yeah. 
you because know. just regular garlic ice cream apparently wasn't weird enough. They had to throw mint in there too. I guess that's supposed to counteract the bad breath. Yeah, right. It tastes like garlic, but my breath is minty cool. And how's this one for you? Silk-flavored ice cream. See? It's made with silk. It's literally made with silk. And I'm sure that that's, you know, edible. Apparently it is. (laughs) Apparently in certain amounts it is because people eat it. Like, you're just naming things that I didn't even know had flavors to them. (laughs) Are you actually researching this or did you just open to random pages in the dictionary? Silk. Seriously. There's also stout ice cream. I could get down with that. It would be beer, right? Of all these ice creams, that sounds like the best ice cream yet. You're you're finally bringing ice cream back to my my palate. And then we've got pit viper ice cream. Oh, God. One of the deadliest kinds of snakes. Let's eat their venom. Um, Gain their soul. Their venom is incredibly deadly, but it's also an aphrodisiac, or so they say. Well, so is normal ice cream. And last but not least, from Japan, we've got tomato ice cream. For the vegetarian in you. Which would probably go well with some spaghetti and cheese ice cream, which is big over there in Germany and Italy. Spaghetti and cheese. Again, combo flavors. Yeah, and there's actual, I think, pasta like in this ice cream. It looked like macaroni. It's, oh, it's, God. It's, yeah. Do you think a vegan would eat tomato ice cream? Maybe if it was no. made with soy milk instead? I don't know. Tomato soy cream. Uh, do I think anyone in their right mind would eat tomato ice cream? Or wait, it would be called tomato ice soy. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds that sounds like I want to rush right out and try that. We've also got over in Italy, Viagra ice cream. <laughs> uh, they're literally it's... taking the aphrodisiac one step further. <laughs> it's blue. It's, it's Viagra <laughs> ice cream. Meet Bob. He enjoys ice cream. <laughs> I'm Bob Dole, and I love ice cream. Apparently, my Bob Dole sounds just like my steampunk Morgan Freeman. Easy boy. Easy uh, boy. Then in the United Kingdom, we got mustard ice cream because... They just, Again, on a deli sandwich, but not in an ice cream. Yeah, I'm feeling sick to my stomach just having mentioned that. I feel like you should have ended with stout, honestly. Well, we're going to end in <laughs> Finland. Which, of course, is where everything ends. It always comes back to Finland. It always goes back to Finland. I'm going to give you a chance to guess, Craig. What do you think Finland's big flavor of ice cream is? Well, if I knew one of the biggest exports in Finland food-wise was... I, hmm. I'm sure it's something absurd. I'm sure it tastes like garbage. Do you give up? I do give up. Finland-flavored ice cream. It tastes it's, like Finland. It's literally Finland-flavored ice cream. I don't know what it tastes like, but it contains xylitol which you may recognize from your Trident gum package. It, it's good for oral hygiene. And this is the only... You had me at oral. <laughs> the only dentist-recommended ice cream. Really? Yes. Finland-flavored Finland ice, ice cream. Yes. We'll have to get ourselves some of that. Dentists recommend it. Nine out of ten. That the t- the tenth just... is just like, it tastes like Finland. <laughs> Come on, people. What aren't you seeing here? <laughs> okay, now that we've gotten all those weird ridiculous flavors out of the way let's move into some great flavors and and end this you know making you actually want to eat ice cream yeah that was that was our favorite of the listener because you've been listening to this podcast all day it's hot you're working you're like oh my god i just wish i could have some ice cream and then we just killed that for you and you're like you know what i think i'm all right and now now we're bringing bringing it back back. but then you can stop listening go to the store Get yourself some ice cream. And, and maybe we could give you an idea of which ice cream to grab. And while you're on your way to the store, uh, you could download another episode of Fairpoint and listen to that one because it's perfect for while you're on your way to the store. Uh, yeah. Last week's was Samus Aran versus Master Chief. It was fucking awesome. We're not going to tell you who won. You'll have to listen to the episode. 
Okay, so let's let's give the listeners our top nine favorite flavors of ice cream. Top nine favorite flavors of ice cream. Okay, would you like to start? What was your number nine? Well, uh, I'm going to come right off the bat and say that this list was really difficult for me because I'm kind of a straightforward guy. I like the ice cream I like, and I don't go too far off into all these other flavors. So coming up with nine was difficult for me. I've got like a core three. I'm usually the same way, but lately it's been seeming like everywhere I go for ice cream, they don't have the kind that I would, you know, my number one choice, you know, always. So I'm usually trying new things lately. And okay. There's actually three flavors on this list I just tried in the past two months. Well, here's the thing. I got, I got up to seven, and my last two, I put them at the end of the list, not because I like them the least, but because I think it's a little bit cheating. They're not ice cream flavors. They're ice cream bars. There's a specific oh, okay. type of ice cream bar. And I know that wasn't the topic of the list, and I feel bad for having done that. But I it feel still like has cheated, ice cream in it, so... But yes, I needed something I I'll couldn't allow think it. of nine. I have four, nine straight flavors. I mean, I could get on ice cream bars all day. I love yeah, it. I, I love like me a top some, nine ice cream bar you know, would be its own Nutty list. Buddy bars and... Okay. So my number nine is... I know you're with me on this one. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ice cream bar with the gumball eyes. Fuck yes. And... Yes, 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 100% yes. Any time the Ice Cream Man came around when I was a kid, I either got that or the Batman one. Yep. That was like my choice. People like, Bomb Pops! I'm like, fuck you, they got turtles! Bomb Pops are fucking awesome too, (laughs) but they're not ice cream. Well, I mean, was... They're popsicles. There's no cream in a Bomb Pop. Well, well, wasn't the turtles one, wasn't that more like a sherbet though? No, it was ice cream. It was legit ice cream? I'm almost positive it was ice cream, yeah. I think I think it was like a sherbet. I don't know. If anybody could tell us. I'm pretty sure it was like an ice cream with like, maybe it had like a fruity flavor to it, but it was definitely creamy, like ice cream. I mean, I'm still allowing it because fuck it, it's awesome. My number nine, it's, it's going to seem kind of basic, but that's why it's my number nine flavor. Uh, straight vanilla ice cream. Or even French vanilla. Like it's, I, I've always loved the taste of it. There's nothing wrong with that. Vanilla is a flavor. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, it's higher up on my list. So I've, I've always loved the taste of vanilla ice cream, which is weird because I don't like vanilla milkshakes and I don't like a lot of vanilla flavored things, but I love vanilla ice cream. Plus, it's, it's the perfect ice cream for mixing stuff into. Absolutely. Um, my number eight are those chocolate eclair bars. You know what I'm I've talking about with the little never... crunchy on the outside? They got chocolate and strawberry kind of like... I don't no, I don't. You really I, don't? I don't think I've had them, no. Like they have strawberry ones and they have chocolate ones. They have them at like oh, every gas station. They're like crumblies. That, that the oh yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so used to get those all the time in uh high school at, so with my lunch. Good. Oh. The strawberry ones are my favorite. I like the chocolate. And that's the last one that's not just a straight up ice cream flavor. Okay. Your and number eight? Kicking into number eight, strawberry flavored ice cream. Okay, there you go. There it is. Staying basic. You got your vanilla. You got your strawberry. And from there on, it's going to get complicated. My number seven's coffee ice cream. Coffee. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's it's. I didn't like it when I was younger because I didn't like coffee. Yeah. You know, but now I'm more of a coffee fan. I don't even drink coffee, but I used to for a very long time. I drank a lot of coffee, and nowadays I I like tea so much I don't really drink yeah. coffee. But I still enjoy the taste, and coffee ice cream is pretty banging. I uh, I definitely want to put it down. I also I mean don't think I'd ever like get it if I was out at a ice cream store. Yeah, but they give you free samples. Don't free samples of anything. I I might even try spaghetti and cheese ice cream if they're giving free samples. Maybe not. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try that if they paid me. My number seven is. The cookies and cream ice cream, Oreo style. And if that's at number seven, we all know how delicious it is. Just know how serious I am about the other six. <laughs> it's getting for real. <laughs> yeah. My number six is cake batter ice cream. Cake batter? 
I'm not going to get it that often because it's a little too sweet usually. But, right. uh, but That's it tastes why good. I, it's in a, a I tend unique not to flavor. Get it. Yeah, it's a little too much. But a little bit, it tastes good. My it's number different. six is kind of a weird flavor that I just recently saw a few months ago. I was like, well, there's nothing else I like really that strike, that sticks out there. I'll give it a shot. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, oatmeal cookie ice cream. Oh. It tastes just like an oatmeal raisin cookie. That actually sounds really good. Yeah, I've it, never it seen is that. very good. It has like you could taste the cinnamon. There's no chunks of oatmeal cookie in it though, are there? Yeah, there are. Oh, there are yeah. good because that texture of an oatmeal yeah. cookie is. There, there's like... there's definitely some chunks in there. That was that was nice. a, a great pull there. No chunks of goat meat though. No, no goat meat or raw horse. Uh, my number five, cookie dough ice cream. Like I said, I'm pretty basic. My list my list is kind of basic, but uh. Yeah, cookie dough ice cream. I've never been a fan of cookie dough. See, I'm my, pr- my thing there. is just like with cake batter is it's a little too sweet, so too much of it is a little too much. My number five, cookie dough. Wait, no, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, my number five is fish food from Ben & Jerry's. Oh, okay. For a second I was like, fish it's, food. It's kind of a weird... Like the little, the little paper-like flakes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird flavor. It's uh, chocolate ice cream that has marshmallows like marshmallow swirl in it with caramel too and some uh, fudge fishies. Have you ever had fish food? No, I'm not huge into the super chocolatey stuff. Yeah. That said though, my number four is a chocolate flavor, chocolate orange. I'm not big into the chocolate stuff, but chocolate orange, that's that's where it's at. Yeah, you know, like those oranges you slam down and yeah. open them up and eat yep. them. They're fucking delicious. Oh my God. I didn't know they made an ice cream for that. Of course. My number four is another one I just recently found out existed. And, oh, my God, it blew me away. S'mores ice cream. How how could you not know that exists? Of course, uh, uh, s'mores exist. Ice cream exists. Of course they're going to make a s'mores ice cream. I, I, don't, I don't go out to get ice cream a lot. And I, like you said, you're a core guy. I, I stick to certain ones, and I don't like even <laughs> – a lot of times I don't browse. But I saw this, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to try it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I have to try it. Yeah, it's, it's like graham-flavored ice cream. Which well, in itself is graham cracker pie crust is one of my favorite mix-ins for ice yeah, cream. Yeah, and, but there's no like graham crackers in it. The ice cream is graham cracker flavored, and it has marshmallow. And it has and fudge marshmallow swirls and uh, little fudge pieces. All right, bringing it into the big time, the top three. My number three, vanilla ice cream. Fuck you if you say it's it's just basic regular ice cream. It's not. It's vanilla flavored. It's vanilla flavor. We've established this. If you're at this point in the podcast, you should fucking know. We've already talked about that. It's not base flavor. It's the most popular flavor in the world. It is. Yes. It is. That is a fact. My number three is another Ben & Jerry's. Uh, It's Americone Dream with a a big picture of Stephen Colbert on it. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's it's awesome. They made a Stephen Colbert ice cream. That's dope. What is it? It has waffle cone pieces covered in fudge on it, and it's vanilla ice cream with uh, fudge and peanut butter swirls. Okay. And uh, I think there's also a little mini pretzel pieces, salted pretzel pieces. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, whatever. Sounds kind of cool. That just pulled me in there <laughs> until I hit the once I hit the the pretzel. Yeah. Uh, my number two, cookies and cream. You already said it, but uh, it. it's my number two because I fucking love that shit. I fucking love it. It's like my lifeblood. It, it fucking courses through my veins. Awesome. Not really. I don't eat that much ice cream. I, I love cookies. That would actually. I'm pretty sure. I'm not. A, I'm not a doctor, but I think that would kill a man if he had <laughs> ice cream for cream blood. Ice cream flowing through his veins. Well, if his BAC level was through the roof, just imagine what his ice cream levels were. <laughs> the, the, the BIC, <laughs> blood ice cream levels. 
My number two, this is my last Ben & Jerry's flavor on here, I promise. And yes, no Ben & Jerry's made the number one spot. Sorry. You're a good ice cream company. It's Cinnamon Bun Swirl, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Like, it's so... Like, if you eat too much of it, you, you'll almost start to feel sick because it's really sweet. Yeah. Sounds amazing, but yeah, it sounds like that. It tastes just like a cinnamon bun. It really does. And there's little cinnamon bun pieces in there. So, Nathan, we're getting down there. What's your number one ice cream? I'm curious. Cookie and cream one, is two. Yes. The only thing that can beat cookies and cream, mint or mint chocolate chip, however you want to have it because... Oh, yeah. A lot of people love that ice cream, and I just, I hate mint-flavored ice cream. Oh, it's so good. It doesn't make sense because if, if I had never had it and you pitched it... To, you know what? I was lucky enough to try it when I was a kid because it was green. I'm pretty sure why. Cause, oh, yeah? you know, you're a kid, you want to <laughs> eat like, it. It's, oh, like it's green my favorite ice color. cream. Awesome. <laughs> That's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it's fucking delicious. And uh, mint ice cream doesn't sound like it would be something that would appeal to me. I'm not a big mint person. Yeah, I'm not a mint person either. And I honestly, like, it's not bad. I just really don't care for it that much. <laughs> and what's yours, Craig? Mine is, and it has. this is actually pretty specific, because Perry's ice cream also makes this flavor, and I think it's disgusting that their, their brand's flavor is. And no it tastes, offense. No offense, Perry's ice cream. You do have a lot of good ice cream. But I think your flavor of this is gross, and it's more confetti-like. Uh, cotton candy. It has to be Hershey's brand. Okay. Cotton candy ice cream. I can't get enough of that shit. Cotton candy ice cream is so sweet. Couldn't really eat the cotton candy ice cream. I didn't like it until I tried it with rainbow sprinkles. Rainbow sprinkles? Cotton right candy here. with rainbow sprinkles. Fucking amazing. And rainbow sprinkles, by the way, are up there with Belgian waffles as one of the greatest inventions of mankind. I don't like sprinkles. I've never, I never get sprinkles. Okay. Like, I've I got mean, them. I've, I don't you're, really. You're, you're just saying you don't like happiness. <laughs> I guess so. You got me there. Uh, my mix in that I'll put in with, with cotton candy ice cream is gummy bears. Oh, yeah. Put the two together. Yeah. And I like gummy bears when they're frozen. So I, I get that because they get cold and they get hard. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great. Man. I don't know about you, but I want to go get some ice cream. Yeah, me too. I I feel like we've been talking about this long enough. I haven't eaten yet today. I now just want some ice cream. So we we should wrap this up, right? We should get get out of, out of here. Uh, I'm going to. If you want to stick around you want, you want and entertain our I listeners, want some ice cream. thank you for listening. Um, as always, please subscribe on iTunes. Yep. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash Fairpoint Podcast. That's the destination. There's a lot of extra material there. We are still on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. All sorts of clips, previews of upcoming episodes. More and more coming out every day. That's pretty much all the time we have. We have to go. But I don't want to go. We have to, Craig. I'm an ice cream man. I am what the summer is. Fireflies, thunderstorms, butt sweat on the car seat. And when it all goes, I have to go with it. I approve that reference. And as always, from The Secret Room, I'm Craig Lewis. I'm Nathan Kapiser. And I'm Bosnian John Travolta. I'm steampunk Morgan Freeman. Thanks for to listening. I'm going to learn as much as everybody Funny out there Funny and informative. Delicious and informative. Yes. Do not eat this podcast. This podcast is not intended for human consumption.